There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi of the program. How are you doing? How are you making out? How are you feeling? Um, I've been talking the last couple of days. It is normal to feel a little overwhelmed. I don't want to dwell on that. The reason why there is so much information is because we want this to be the last diet legit that you ever do. We also know with thousands of people in the group that there's going to be a lot of questions. So we try to get ahead of the questions that you have by presenting you with the information that you need. A lot of it is going to be reviewed time and time again. Take your time with it. Take all the time that you need to read it over. Pop into the Facebook support group at any time. Ask all the questions that you need. Take your time running out and grabbing anything that you need. You're really on your own timeline in the sense that we do run the program by 91 days, but there's lots of people who start a few weeks late. There's a lot of people who have to take time off the program, either for travel or because they're sick or whatnot. So the program is kind of designed for you if you need to take time off to pick up where you left off and for you to really go at your own pace. So if you're using the app and tracking the app, which you absolutely should because it's so easy to use and so super cool, you can easily keep track of what day you are on. You don't just want to track your perfect days. When you're reflecting in your app because there you can we have graphs for everything that you're tracking for your food and your water and your sleep and your movement and all of that you should be able to see the times where you were struggling and be able to see the times that you did really well and see how that impacted your journey you absolutely have to factor life into this process now, the more consistent you can start following the food plan, the obviously the sooner you're going to start to see and feel results. So um, load up those questions. I want to get right to them. But I do want to talk about what's normal in terms of how your body is going to respond to the changes that you've been making. So the sooner you can start being consistent, the sooner the things I'm saying are going to start to resonate with you. So, so within the first couple of days of following the program and you're being consistent, drinking more water, you should start to feel a lot less bloated. It's normal when you're making changes in your diet to throw your bowel movements off, when you start drinking more water to feel a little bit more bloated, when you start eating more often to feel kind of a, a little bit more kind of just kind of bloated and eh. what's going to happen as you start to consistently give your body what it needs, it's going to adapt to that. Your body's going to love the fact that you're drinking enough water to be hydrated. Your body's going to love the fact that you're continually getting the nutrients that it needs. So in response to that, your body's going to kind of pick things up, uh, boost your metabolism, get your digestive system going and you're going to notice that you're going to have a lot more energy that you're feeling a lot less feeling leaner and a lot less bloated and you're also going to feel probably hungrier a lot of people will say how am I eating you know so much more or more often and now I'm hungry it's not that you're hungrier it's just that when you start to pay attention to your body it actually starts to communicate with you and eventually by the time we're done this program your body's going to tell you when to eat what to eat and how much to eat now as the body releases fat because some of you are going to start to see that scale move right away and typically people would say well 
that's water weight. Well, it's not water weight when you're drinking a lot of water on program and plan. It's just so your body doesn't mess around. If you do this, the body responds like that and the program is designed to work. Um, I've been working on this process for over 30 years of my life. It's meant to work. In fact, a lot of people are really surprised how well it works. Keep showing up honestly and you're going to reach your goal and you're going to lose your weight in the healthiest of ways. We're going to talk about detox. So detox is a very loose general term, very, very loose and general term that I use to describe how your body is feeling when it's releasing fat. So the most important thing you need to know about that is the body doesn't need help detoxing. The body detoxes every day, all day, on its own. This is why I'm not a fan of cleanses and detox teas or anything like that. You can definitely support the body when it's in detox by making sure you're drinking your water, you're being consistent with things you need to do, getting enough sleep, you know, and whatnot. Um, so we're going to talk more about detox, how your body might respond to the changes that you are making. Some people feel amazing. Some people feel tired and just kind of like they're struggling a little bit. Some people feel a little off. So everybody's experience is going to be a little different. So one of the things that I suggest is that you start keeping a journal, whether you're using our Living Method app or you're, you know, getting your own book and, and, you know, writing it out. Keep a journal of how your body, not tracking, not keeping a journal of what you're eating and how many calories or anything like that, but of what you're eating and how you're feeling and how your body's responding can be a great idea to pick up on what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. But we're going to be talking about that in the next couple of days. Kind of be patient uh, with the cadence that we're rolling out the information. Some of you are a little overwhelmed and think it's too much. And some of you think it's not enough because there's things that you have questions about. Kind of give yourself this week to kind of take it all in. All right, let's get into those questions today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, where are we? Is a headache common? Yeah, it is. So when are we talking about... When is that? We must be talking about that. We're talking about that today. We're talking about, is that what we're talking about today? That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about detox today. So, uh, which again is a very loose term that I use to describe when your body's releasing fat. So headaches can be a sign of it. Uh, definitely drinking more water can help. What's happening is that there are toxins stored in your fat. And as your body releases the fat, those toxins can be released along with it. And that is what can make you feel kind of lousy. Those same toxins are what get gunk up your gallbladder when you do kind of those burn the fat diets, deprivation diets, eat less, exercise more. You're forcing your body to burn your fat. And then you lose your weight and you can lose it quite quickly. The problem is that those same toxins that with this process make you kind of feel kind of ugh, um, they get into your gallbladder and they gunk it up and then you have to get your gallbladder removed. That's why we have a lot of people who are doing the program who've been successful with weight loss have had to get their gallbladder removed because of that. That's kind of the that's kind of the um, the diet industry's sort of dirty little secret that they don't talk about. Now those aren't going to harm you. They're totally normal. It's totally natural. It's just your body's response to releasing the fat. Uh, some people have very strong detox symptoms. They'll feel kind of like flu-like, a little run down, um, you know, headachey, metallic taste in your mouth. And then some people won't get any. Some people won't feel anything and they'll lose weight just fine. So how strong your detox symptoms are is not an indication of how successful you're going to be. So uh, so just kind of this way, it's a great idea to be keeping a journal to recognize what's normal for you. So do you always get a headache right before the scale drops, for example, right? Now, if ever you feel like it, it's anything more than that, because, you know, life is going to happen. People are still going to get sick. They're still going to be dealing with health issues absolutely be checking in with your doctor on that. But yeah, there's a whole list there. Uh, there's a whole list of, um, of sort of 
symptoms when it comes to detox. What else are we talking about? Today we're talking about the scale, which is super cool. Goal weight. We're also talking about exercise. So make sure you check those out. I know some of you are nervous about getting on the scale. I totally get that. You do not have to get on it. That's the most important thing you need to understand about the scale. You don't have to get on the scale. But to me, not using a scale while you are trying to lose weight is like trying to build a house without a hammer. I'm sure it can be done, but it's a lot easier when you have the right tools. So it's not, the scale is not your measure of success. And it's going to go up and down. There's going to be a lot of plateaus. Real weight loss is not a straight line down. Uh, normally, people's weight goes up before it goes down, and then it will go back up after you reach that new low, and then it'll go back to that new low, and then you'll probably have a plateau for a bit, and then it'll repeat that pattern back up, go down, you know, maybe go down again, and then down again, and it'll go right back up again, and then maybe you'll plateau for a bit, you go back down to that new low, and then even lower. So that is really normal. Um, you know, the diet industry presents you that kind of straight line down. That's not what weight loss, real weight loss looks like. So this is what I mean when using this scale as a tool in helping to figure out what weight loss looks like to you. Is it normal for your weight to go up a couple of pounds before it drops? After it drops, is it normal to go up and then stay there for a couple of days? Or do you stay there a little longer, like a week? Everybody's a little different. So make sure you check out that scale post and give it a read. If you don't feel like you want to get on the scale, I absolutely respect that. But here's what you don't want to do. You do not want to weigh yourself once a week. It doesn't tell you anything because you could be, you know, following the program, your weight can be dropping. You decide you just decide to weigh yourself on Friday and the Thursday night you go out for salty food and you're out late and maybe you did a workout the day before. So your muscles are sore. You're tired. You had salty food and your weight is not, your weight is up or it's the same as it was last time you weighed it, when in reality, it's actually down. So that's why you want to be weighing every single day to get a true indication of what's happening with your weight. Once a week doesn't tell you anything. People are like, but it's not mentally good to, to, to uh, weigh myself every day. So then you have to ask yourself, why is it not mentally good? Like, what are the feelings that are being brought up when you're getting on the scale? Because I'll tell you something, you want to work through those. Those are what we call your issues and associations that you've tied into dieting, that you've tied into your self-worth, you've tied into how you feel about yourself, you've tied into your weight. It's just a piece of metal on the ground and chances are no one knows that number but you. So if you're feeling mentally tortured by it, it can be a great opportunity to work through those issues and figure out why, you know, why your self-worth shouldn't be tied to the scale at the end of the day. So this is why the scale is a great tool. Um, you can take your time with it. You don't have to get on it right away, but either use it every single day as a tool or don't use it at all. You can take measurements if you want or go by your clothes or by go by how you feel. I absolutely love that. But when it comes to the scale, again, every day as a tool, first thing in the morning, same time every day or not at all. I don't want to do it once a week. Hi, Gina, down four pounds. Uh, have a great day, everyone. Yeah, so 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 some of you are going to start losing right away, which is really exciting, and that's going to piss off everyone else who isn't losing. And that's one thing that we do really well around here is that we really kind of celebrate people who are seeing those wins and really are here to support people who are feeling kind of ways about it. So some people will lose right away, and then they're going to hit a plateau, and then some people are not going to lose right away, and then when the people who were losing are on that plateau, they're going to start losing, and then you've got 
guys are going to start switching off. Um, the majority of people in our program lose weight within the first four weeks, but we still have people losing weight or starting to lose weight as late as eight weeks. It's totally normal. Um, it, just because you're losing weight a little later doesn't mean that you're going to be less successful than someone who loses a lot in the beginning. Someone who loses a lot in the beginning can end up on a really long plateau. And then someone whose body takes a little bit longer to gear up and start focusing on on, on, on releasing that fat can end up losing more than them. So, so you really want to kind of take a holistic approach with the whole 91 days and really assess your situation at the end. Definitely not in the beginning or how quickly you're losing. How quickly you're losing in the beginning, zero indication of how successful you're going to be. Are natural nut butters allowed at any point? Yeah, so so make sure you read over the information um, and really know what you need to do and ask as many questions as you need. There is a whole grocery list. So we don't do meal plans. I'm not telling everybody on a Tuesday to eat chicken and rice and whatever, right? So so this is where the our food plan is really flexible in the sense that if you love to cook, great. You can be fancy about your meals. If you want to keep it simple, great. If you have any dietary needs, you don't eat dairy, maybe you're gluten-free, maybe you, you know, you, you can't have this, you can't have that, or cultural needs, you know, different types of flavors and spices and foods that you like to like you like to eat. So everyone's a little different. Right now the, the program is in 55 different countries. And what's great about the program is just all about the components that you need. So with breakfast, for example, protein is the focus. You can still add healthy fats to it. You can still add fruits to it. You can add vegetables to it. It's just that you want to make sure you're focusing on protein as opposed to carbohydrates first thing in the morning. So if you want to make yourself some overnight oats and then add some peanut butter in there and some hemp hearts on top of that, you could totally do that, right? So if you, in your afternoon veg snack, for example, if you like celery sticks, you can pair that with, with nut butter. So you can do celery sticks and peanut butter, right? That's a pretty traditional snack if you're into that. So what you don't want to do is be taking scoops of peanut butter and eating that and using it to replace your snacks. But good fats are definitely part of a healthy diet. You can incorporate them at breakfast, at lunch, at your first afternoon snack. Your second afternoon snack is obviously protein and fat because nuts contain protein and fat. And then of course your dinner as well. So, so for example, for lunch, right, we want to focus on vegetables, which are your primary source of carbohydrates, energy foods. You want to make sure that you're getting protein in there. You want to make sure you're getting leafy greens, which help support the body in detox and are also are so healthy for you at the end of the day. You also want to make sure you're getting healthy fats in there. Healthy fats also feed into your satiety hormones and make you feel more satisfied on the foods that you're eating. And then if you need, add any heavier carbs. You can add in some sweet potato or some rice or quinoa or whatnot. Uh, that is the place to do it at lunch. Now, you could make a soup out of that. You can make a stir fry out of that. You could have just straight up broccoli, chicken, you know, side salad and some quinoa, you know what I mean? And throw some maybe avocado or some, you know, healthy oils on there or something. So this is where it gets flexibility. So this is where you want to be, you want to understand the components you can have each meals and then cross-reference that with the grocery list because we've broken it down, right, into carbohydrates and fats and proteins and all of that. And then on top of that, we have the protein, carbs, and fats list. So this is why the book is really handy because when you're trying to go through on a on a on a on a phone or a tablet or on the app like I can go into the book and pull up the you know here's the food plan right it's all written one page of the food plan and then write it out and then of course I have you know the, the extended version of breakfast so then it talks about breakfast everything that I need to know about breakfast it's all there it even has examples of breakfast that I can have it has frequently asked questions uh, that people are asking about breakfast 
breakfast. And then I can make notes. You see, there's lots of room here to make notes. So I can come up with some breakfast ideas for myself. So, you know, the grocery list, I, you know, it's all here. I can, you know, make notes on what works for me and what doesn't. And this is why the book can be super handy if you're kind of old school pen, paper, like to make lists like me, right? So you might want to invest in that. You can pick it up from Amazon. So read over the information, read it again, read it again, read it again, and then compile a list of questions that you have and then kind of go to work. You're going to have to do a little bit of work, but the food plan is going to remain the same for the next few weeks. So once you kind of get it, you get it. You know what I mean? Like you, you know what you like. We, you, some of you may have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. And you know, sometimes people are like, well, I don't like this and I don't like that. And I like, do you know what I mean? You're, you're not going to like or love everything that you need to do on the program and plan. Sometimes you just need to do the things that you need to do. Do you know, like maybe you don't really like nuts, then, you know, try to find some seeds that you like. And you know, at the end of the day, just get them in later in the program, we're going to be switching that up. And if you don't like nuts, you don't have to have nuts. You know what I mean? So it's going to take a while if you're new to the program, but once you're into it, you're, you're going to get it. It's very much routine and then you'll figure it out. It's going to all really come together, right? Um, also, nothing is allowed or not allowed. A lot of people are asking, is this allowed? Is that allowed? So here's the thing. I set the bar real high. I'm assuming that you want to lose as much weight as possible. Some people are super gung-ho. Some people just take a more relaxed approach. So everything I tell you is for a rhyme and a reason. Like protein shakes. I'm just, I'm not straight up, not a fan of liquid nutrients. They're not as satisfying. They're hard to gauge satisfaction. People tend to use too much fruit, liquid nutrients. You know, it messes with your blood sugar. You want your body to chew your food. There's so much better benefit in that. Um, so I'm not a fan, but that doesn't mean that you can't have them. But you know, you can ask me a million times and I'm still going to say I'm not a fan of them at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? So um, there's a lot of people, bread, breads, pastas, whatever, crackers. Again, they're not going to cause you to gain weight. They never did. So when you add them back in, they're not going to cause you, you to gain any real weight. It's just that when you take them out, it can be beneficial when you're trying to lose, right? So whether they're gluten-free or sourdough or whatever, bread's bad breads, pastas, pastas, crackers, crackers at the end of the day, you know, it's all about sort of maximizing your effort. So we don't talk about what's allowed and what's not allowed. We don't talk about good food, bad food. We talk about the choices that you're making and maximizing your efforts. So if you want to have pizza on a Friday night with your family, you could totally do that. What you don't want to do though is get up, get on the scale on Saturday and rag on yourself about why is my weight up, you know what I mean? Or why isn't my weight down because you had pizza the night before. And not that that pizza is going to cause your weight to be really up, but salty, salty, of it, the bread can be hard to digest, you know, that can have your weight up for the next day. Of course, not real weight, weight gain is going to come right back down. So, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to be indulging. It's not going to stop you from reaching your goal. Do you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of every day trying to make as many choices as possible that fall in line with your goals. So, so everyone will kind of approach this a little differently. If you still want to have pizza night every Friday, you're still going to lose your weight. It's not going to stop you from losing your weight having pizza night every Friday. You know, if you want to have popcorn at night, it's not going to stop you from losing your weight. It may slow you down, but not because of the popcorn or calories, because eating late at night can mess with your sleep. And that's one of the reasons that we suggest you don't eat after dinner so your body can maximize and get your sleep, is because when you sleep is when your body makes change. So it's just how all the little things that you are doing are adding up. Some of you can't drink the amount of water that we're suggesting because you have health issues. That doesn't mean that you're not gonna you're not gonna reach your goal. It means that there's other ways that you're gonna offset that by focusing on that, making sure you're getting good sleep, making sure you're 
you're consistent with your foods, making sure your food choices are nutrient rich. Would it be great if you could do all the things? Yes, but some people can't do all the things. So, but doing as many things as possible is definitely going to get you one step closer to your goal. So it's all about choices. If you ask my team, you know, what snack can I have after dinner? We're not going to tell you because you might as well eat whatever you want after dinner because we're not advising you to eat after dinner. It doesn't mean that you can't, but if I said to you, oh, well, you could have this after dinner. Next thing I know, everyone is adding this after dinner and they're going to say, well, you said we could have this after dinner. So a lot of times my team won't give you an answer about, you know, what snacks can I have after dinner because that's just your choice. We're telling you not to eat after dinner. Make sure you eat enough throughout the day. Make sure you make your food choices nutrient rich. If you do so, you shouldn't really be hungry after dinner. You might feel hungry if you're still awake because your body's going to check in on you and be like, hey, you're awake. You should think about eating, but obviously you don't need to eat at night. If you're going to go to bed, we're going to talk about that more. But so, you know, or people will be like, I, someone said, I'd like something crunchy and I like, I like a treat on the weekend. What can I have? I'm not going to tell you that. If you're going to have it, just have it, have it, enjoy it move on. It's not going to stop you from reaching your goals. Now, if you find yourself indulging in bites of bits here, there, and everywhere, and then you're getting on that scale and you're not seeing the kind of action that you want to see, then you might want to start taking those things out and being a little bit more consistent with the things that you are doing, right? So, so it's not that things are allowed or not allowed, but uh, it's more about, you know, having as many choices day to day fall in line with your goals. And that's why it's progress over perfection. And some people paralyze themselves by needing to be perfect. And if the day isn't perfect, then they start again the next day. And then if they fuck it up. They're like, oh my goodness, you know what I mean? It's not working for me. I'm never going to get there and all that stuff. So you're going to have days that aren't perfect. You're going to have days you're eating chips for breakfast and not following the program. Those days still count. Still count. You still got to factor those in. You know what I mean? They're not going to start. So that, the analogy to that is kind of like we're all on the road to reaching our finally and forever goal. And some people are going to drive straight through. They're not even going to bother sleeping. They're just going to stay awake and drive straight through. Some people are going to hit roadblocks, right? This is life smacking them face, detours. Some of you are going to get a flat tire. doesn't mean you go back home and start again. Some of you are going to purposely go sightseeing. You're like, yeah, we're going to drive to Disneyland, but along the way, I'm going to go check out this site or I'm going to visit you know, these friends or these relatives. You know, And now those are the times that you're choosing to indulge. And maybe you have a wedding or maybe you have a vacation or maybe you have those things and you know it's just a matter of getting right back on that road and continuing to move forward right so that's kind of how we look at that wonder if it's okay to chug the lemon and apple cider vinegar in the morning morning just can't sip it yeah I mean I just do a small amount you don't have to do a large amount of it you can totally chug it that's how I do my calm magnesium at night we're gonna talk about supplements next week by the way um, if you're itching to talk about those uh, there's no rush to run out and grab supplements at first before you even consider supplements you're gonna want to make sure you need them that's that's the most important important thing. Um, so I'm going to suggest some supplements that can be a great complement to the program. Omega-3, vitamin D, magnesium is one of them. We're going to present them on Monday, uh, no, week two, on the Monday on week two. And then we're going to talk, have Dr. Paul, who's, I love Dr. Paul, he's amazing. Uh, he's going to come on and talk about the supplements and then you can assess your situation, talk to your own healthcare providers and whatnot and see, uh, See if you need them. Um, what? Oh, the apple cider vinegar and lemon water. That's what I was talking about. So apple cider vinegar and lemon water, definitely not make or break. A great way to break your fast in the sense of stimulating your digestive system first thing in the morning. It can add good bacteria in there that can help with digestion. It's a great way to start your day getting hydrated, to cleanse your palate uh, before you start eating. But it doesn't do any of the magical things that the diet industry uh, talks about. But it is definitely beneficial, especially in establishing 
establishing new routines. So if you're having a hard time getting it down, try to dilute it with a lot, a lot of water, both the apple cider vinegar and the lemon water. So just use a little bit more water or a little bit less lemon, and then you can kind of work your way up to it. I know some of you are going to be like your teeth, your teeth, your teeth. Um, you know, having lemon water is no different than drinking lemonade. Um, there's a lot of things that are harder on your teeth, like pops and sodas and juices and all sorts of things. So just like when you're drinking those, you want to be mindful. So it's a great idea if you are having apple cider vinegar or lemon water, if you have weak enamel on your teeth, just be rinsing your mouth out afterwards. Just be mindful of that. Um, or you might want to skip altogether if you have a particular issue with your teeth and your enamel that your dentist has discussed with you. Most people don't have a problem, but people always bring it up. And this is where you have to just sort of assess your situation, right? Not everything we suggest is going to be great for everybody. Uh, Patty Thompson just had nut butter on my yogurt. So a lot of people make a, we call it, Patty's been with us for a while. She's amazing. You down what? 138, Patty? Um, you should go follow our Livy Loser account. So we have this amazing Instagram account. It's called Livy Losers, and it's all member content for members. So it's not stuff we post. It's all post and reshares from our community. Or follow the hashtag Livy Losers, and you'll find our amazing members. People like Patty. Patty sh shares her food every day. If you go to her Instagram account, it's just all her food, her snacks, her lunches, her dinner, like basically everything that she eats, and she posts it there. So you can get a lot of great ideas from our members. We're going to be rolling out some more recipes. We're going to be working on some infographics for you as well to help. Um, it's a great idea if you are on social media and you are on Instagram to kind of hook up with our community and see what people are doing. We're also going to do some recipe share pages too. So we have those coming out, I think, this weekend uh, where we post, I think on Saturday, we post some recipe share pages. We're adding a new one. We're adding um, a dressing and sauces as well. So you guys can share your dressing and sauce ideas. So there will be a place, if you like to cook, to share your recipes or to go and to find recipes. There's also a vegan page as well for those of you uh, who need that. So we're going to be talking more about that as we go. Um, I remember detox my first round last year, knocked me on my butt for three days. It was a crazy and fascinating process. Yeah. So, so it is normal. Some of you are going to feel that response when the body starts to, 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 I mean, it, it is good in a sense. So you'll see if you're a new member, you'll see a lot of our new members coming in be like, Oh yay, I feel like crap today. Um, because they know that's how they feel before there's the, the scale moves for them. And then reflecting not just how they feel, but obviously what they've been doing in the last few days. So they kind of get to know how they feel before that scale moves. So they'll get to celebrate that. So if you're a new member, you're like, why are these people celebrating the fact they have a headache and don't feel great and whatnot? Um, it's just, it can be a sign. Some people, again, won't feel anything and they'll lose weight just fine. So this it is kind of a, a benefit to know how your body responds so that you can support your body in that. So it's one thing to get that scale moving. And once the scale does start to move, then you want to keep it there. And this is where we start to say, we start to talk about supporting the body in detox. So making sure you continue to drink that water that your body needs to help release the fat. So detox, for example, um, be, because your body, what happens is your body releases fat when you pee, when you poo, when you breathe and you sweat. And if you've ever had a, a menstrual cycle, um, your body releasing fat can feel very similar. So as your body's about to drop fat, your, you can, your weight can kind of go up. What's happening is your body's retaining water, just like it does when you, when you have your menstrual cycle. You feel kind of bloated. You feel kind of off. You're like, what's, what's wrong with me? And you're like, oh yeah, I'm getting my period, you know? Um, so it's a, it can feel very similar where the body's retaining water. You know, you can, 
feel kind of bloated, a little off, feel a little headachey, a little kind of bleh, you know what I mean? And then your period hits and you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is why. And then you feel like garbage for a couple of days. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of sorts itself out. And then after a couple of days after your period, that's like your best, wow, man, I feel amazing. Do you know what I mean? That's like your best kind of looking and feeling days after it's done. So your, your, you, when your body releases fat, it can feel really similar to that because the body's retaining water because it's about to release the fat and it, it in, in order to do that it needs the water which is why drinking enough is such an important part of this process not more and more and more in crazy amounts but enough for your body to function properly and release that fat and so along with that people might get headaches and whatnot again as those toxins are kind of released into the bloodstream and your body releases that fat so that can be very normal. Non-scale victory, way less bloated, no movement on the scale, but feeling great today. Yeah, so again, I talked about this off the top if you're just joining. Within the first couple of days of the program, first few days to a week, now you might feel kind of a little off. Some people feel like they're, they, they're getting the worst sleep, their bowel movements off as the body adjusts, even though you're doing all these healthy things, and that's what catches some people off guard. I'm eating so healthy, I'm doing all this healthy stuff, and I feel like garbage. Do you know what I mean? What's that about? It's because it's stressful. Change is stressful on the body and for a variety of reasons including your scale might be about to move um, you can feel off with that but after you kind of get over that you're going to notice that you're sleeping amazing you have a lot better energy you're feeling a lot less bloated you may notice that you're getting hungrier which is normal too that's your body just being in tune with you what you'll also notice as you are hungrier is you'll also notice getting full faster so pay attention to that it did the body doesn't mess around it believe it or not it doesn't hate you it's not trying to make you fat it, it's on your side it wants you to be as healthy as possible it doesn't want you to you know feel uncomfortable in your body it wants you to literally live a long healthy life with you looking and feeling your best so the minute you start paying attention to it and giving it what it needs it's pretty amazing what it will do and some people's minds are really blown how quickly you can start to see and feel results so non-scale victories are super cool you're gonna hear us talk a lot about non-scale victories non-scale victories are everything that has to do with not having to do with the scale you know feeling better sleeping better pooping better obviously you know feel you know improving any health issues to have but having your rings fit better you know a better relationship with food there's just so many not ease of movement there's my goodness there's so many non-scale victories if you're using our app it's a great place to keep track of those hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Last few days, I was tired, bloated. My nose was very runny and feeling chilled. I was so hungry after dinner, it was hard to not go for sugar. I had a few cashews and a bit of seed butter instead. I didn't have the energy to not eat. Today, I got on the scale and it was 1.6 pounds lower. Woke up feeling much better than yesterday. There you go. <laughs> I'm just randomly reading these. I'm just randomly reading these. And this is what I mean by... Um, and some people will say, oh, you're reading my mind. How do you know where I'm at? Because if you do this, the body responds like that. And this is very typical. So the last few days I was tired and bloated. Yep, makes sense. My nose was very runny and feeling very chilled, right? Um, I was so hungry after dinner. So, so we're going to talk about cravings. Chances are you weren't actually hungry with eating so often throughout the day. You were probably, body was probably, especially if you were craving carbs and sugar, which I'm assuming that you were because you said it was hard not to go for sugar. So when you are dehydrated or when the body is looking for more water, it'll get you to crave high water content foods. That's how it, your body, cravings aren't your body trying to screw you over. It's trying to get what it needs by association. So you're not giving it the water because when you're in detox, water is just not all that appealing. So it'll try to get, if you're not giving it the water, it'll get you to crave high water content foods, which are what? Which are fruits, which are sweet. So then you think sweet, you think sugar. So what your body was asking for was water because it was about to go into detox as it did anyway, even though you had something to eat afterwards and you saw that scale move. So that is very, very typical. Last few days I was tired, bloated. My nose was very runny and feeling chilled. I was so hungry after dinner. It was hard not to go for sugar. So that was your body asking for water. I had a few cashews and a bit of seed butter instead, I, which was a great choice. Um, I didn't have the energy to not eat. Today I got on the scale and it was 1.6 pounds lower. It woke up feeling much better than yesterday. Yes. So now, now, now the scale is moving. So now you may, now tomorrow you may wake up and that scale is up. That doesn't mean the weight has stopped moving. Chances are it's your body still retaining water to still release that fat. So as much as water is not going to be appealing to you today, you want to make sure you are staying on top of drinking that water. You're here. You want that scale to move. You want to lose that weight. So you have to support the body in that. You have to do the work to reinforce that and keep it going. So now that the scale is moving for you, you want to keep it there. That doesn't mean pull back. So a lot of people, when they see that scale move, they're like, this is where I eat less. So the scale is moving, and if I just eat less, that's going to make it move faster. No, it won't. It'll actually slow it down. You want to continue to give the body what it needs. You're giving the body what it needs. The body doesn't want fat, and this is why you've got to make sure you read over our science post. Uh, we're going to roll out our first science post, which I think next week, which is talks about why your body doesn't want fat and how detrimental fat is to your body. Your body doesn't want it as much as you think it does, and it's trying to hold on to it and make you fat. It does want it. So when you start giving the body what it needs, it will be like, okay, I don't need this fat. And it'll get to releasing the fat. But what you don't want to do is go from giving the body what it needs, having that scale starting to move, and then pulling back and stop giving the body what it needs, which people are very inclined to do. So you want to be as consistent as possible following that food plan, get that water in, maybe try to get a little bit more sleep, get to bed a little bit early, because when you sleep is when the body makes change over the next couple days. Now, you, you may see that scale drop, and you may hit a new low, and then don't be surprised if you know it goes back up and then stays up for a while you didn't gain the weight back this is your body just adjusting to your new weight you'll see that weight come right back down that'll be your new low and then you know then it'll start dropping again from there so it's very typical weight will go up before it drops 
It'll maybe drop over a couple of days. It'll go back up a little bit. Maybe it'll come right back down or it'll stay up there for a while. You'll plateau for a bit and kind of repeat the process. So a scale kind of, the thing kind of just looks, you know what I mean? It's kind of your scale. Your, if you're doing a graph, will be all over the place. Very typical. Love that. Very typical. It gets funny when you get excited about getting bloated and seeing your scale go up a bit just before a good weight drop. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to have a drink of my coffee. Hang on. Got too excited there. So it's one thing to hear this from me, right? I'm up here and, you know, I'm trying to tell you, tell you, tell you. Um, it's another to hear from real people and members. And this is what I love about if you have an opportunity to be in the Facebook support group. And I say that because so many people are just using our app. Not even in the Facebook support group. They're just using our app, which is why we've also opened up some more spots. So if you know anyone who didn't get in, any friends and family, We'll be shutting her down next week, but we're going to keep a couple more stocks open because we have so many people just using our app and not actually in the Facebook support group. This is the benefit of being in this Facebook support group and showing up on the lives is like reading what our members are sharing, our returning members are sharing, and they will reinforce the process for you. Not only will they share great tips and give you support, but they will reinforce the process. It's also not going to be all me too throughout the whole program. Uh, I'm going to be talking to my group managers. We're going to be um, chatting about the process. We're going to be inviting members on to talk real people. And we don't just highlight people who are like, oh, I lost my weight so easily. Like we, we, we talk to people who aren't losing weight. We talk to people who are struggling with their weight loss. We talk to people of a variety of different health issues. So we have real, real conversations around here about what the process is really like. Some people it may seem like they're just like crushing it and maybe they are. And then some people feel like, oh my God, they're hanging on by the skin of the teeth and they probably are. And then so many people land in between. But pay attention to the comments, not the questions and answers. Because you got a question, just ask it. Just ask it. Don't go searching, try to figure out someone else who's asked the same question. Just ask it. We don't care if we've answered it a million times, but pay attention to the comments on what our returning members are saying. Like honestly, that can really reinforce your confidence in the process, you know? Um, some people don't lose weight until the end morning, no movement yet, but I'm no quitter. Yeah. So you might not, you might not, some of you might not lose weight for another four or five weeks. See how well I am at selling my program. The reality is, is that is just reality. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful. It just means the state of your body coming into this process just needs a little bit more time. If you hang in there and you are here at the end, you are going to be so happy that you did. I know if you keep showing up, you're going to be successful, but I know some of you don't know or don't believe or, you know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you're unsure. So I totally get that. So we're going to do our best to keep you hanging around for as long as possible. Look for the signs, the signals, like it's there. The inspiration is here. There are people who don't lose or haven't lost, you know, until week seven, eight, nine, and then they're back and they're sitting 60 pounds down, 80 pounds down, a hundred pounds down. So it's more often than not that people don't lose weight on their own timeline, but you will lose the weight as long as you keep showing up. So we're going to have some very real conversations about that. Some of you won't lose weight for a while and it's totally normal. That's the thing. We've all been taught about quick fixes, lose all your weight, you lose 20 pounds in three days. Maybe if you cut your limbs off, do you know what I mean? But that's definitely reality. If you, if you, if you want to get the real deal, you've come to the right place. If you want it, if you, if you, if you need support and reassurance, you've come to the right place. If you want to lose your weight, 
with the best, most supportive, safe community on the planet, you've come to the right place. But if you are looking for a quick fix, you might as well bow out now because I'm going to piss you off because I'm not into a quick fix. We are into finally and forever. You want to lose this weight the right way, in a healthy way, in a way that puts you in tune to your body's needs. You don't have to count, weigh, measure. You just know when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. In a way that works through your issues and associations. Some of you, your past traumas that you've tied to food and how you use food to cope and use food for so many things. And you want to reset all of that so you can enjoy life and all the yummy bites of bits, including all the yummy food. Do you know what I mean? That's what this is about. It's so much bigger. If you have been trying to lose weight for 20 years, you don't want to lose it all in a couple weeks. You, you want to do it the right way, the way that it's going to mean finally and forever, mean that you'll lose your weight and then move on and just never worry about again. That's what we do. And that's what we do really, really, really well. Um, you know, ask as many questions you need to ask for help. I, I find a lot of times too when people are, are stressful, okay, this can be very, can be such a personal process, such an intense process, such a overwhelming, frustrating process for a lot of people because they are dealing with a lot of feels. Don't take yourself out of the game. So some, I did, um, over on my Instagram account, I did this Q&A thing yesterday and someone's talking about how do you not fester in your funk? So fester in your funk is something you're going to hear me talk a lot about. So it's great. You're here. You're excited. You're super jazzed. And you know, now, now reality is going to hit. Things you have to do, how consistent you have to do, how you have to prioritize yourself in your own life. It's like, man, do you know what I mean? And then there's the scale, you know, if it's not moving and you know, that can be frustrating, can bring up all the feels. Understand that this program is designed to bring up the feels. It's designed to bring up the feels so you can work through them and then move past them, right? So that's a big part of that. But a lot of times when it comes to the scale, people like fester in their funk about it. They get really pissed off. The scale isn't moving and they get really. So if you think about that vibe, like you're allowed to get pissed off, right? Because you're probably, you're not pissed off at me or my team or the program. We're here for you. It's going to work for you. You're probably pissed off that you've spent 20 years trying to lose this weight. And you're just like, come on already. Do you know what I mean? I just want to get it done. So you're being pissed off isn't really, you know, at us or the program. It's just that, you know, for you're probably your past history. And so it's really easy to kind of pull that baggage into this new experience. And so what happens is you feel like, oh my God, here we go again. Or you lose weight, you hit a plateau, and then you're just, you're pissed off at it. And then you just stay, and you want to, you're so angry that you want to validate your feelings. So you stay in this pissy kind of mode. And the problem is, is that yes, feel that, but keep doing the things that are going to help move you forward. And what happens is people stay, they fester in their funk and it just keeps you stuck and it's not very forward moving. So you can val you can validate how you feel. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Yeah, I'm un unnerved. Yeah, I'm frustrated, but damn it, I'm still going to do the things that I need to do each day. And then you keep showing up doing the things that you need to do. You're going to, that scale is going to move. You're going to start feeling better. Do you know what I mean? You're going to feel more hopeful. You know, that that's such a more forward-moving energy and vibe. So we're going to talk about festering and funk. And you'll know you're doing this, and I can spot it a mile away, because you'll come into the group and you'll be like, um, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's too much information. I can't watch all these videos. It's hard to get the water in. It's the, no, 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 I can't, I'm not having crappy sleep. I'm la, 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 la. But you notice not one question asked. 
So you're not actually asking for help. You're not trying to be proactive. You're not doing anything to move yourself forward or pull yourself out of the funk. You're just in it. And I see it. I've done enough of these programs and helped enough people in their journey. So if you notice yourself just making blank, like complaining, which you're allowed to complain, but making blanket statements without actually asking for help, then chances are you're festering in your funk and you're not going to get there if you stay in that mentality. It's not very forward moving. Do you know what I mean? So so you're going to hear me talk a lot about festering your front. You're allowed to be frustrated. Absolutely. But then make an action plan for yourself, right? Like, And, and figure out why you're frustrated too. So we had a great conversation in our last program. Um, you know, about that internal voice that you have, that, that, that dialogue. And a lot of you are stuck in diet dialogue, right? I'm very mindful of the words. Yesterday I did a post about control and moderation. I, you'll notice I never use the words control or moderation. They have no place when it comes to dieting and food. You don't, you don't have to control yourself and you don't have to moderate yourself. And if you're coming from a place where you're trying to control and moderate, you're not going to learn anything and you're not going to get anywhere. So, you know, you really want to be mindful of the energy that you're showing up with for yourself. And this is why setting your intentions, your end of day reflections can be really beneficial with this process, whether you're using it in the app or the group or a pen and paper. When you wake up in the morning, write out the things that you want to focus on and do, you know, the kind of vibe that you want to show up with, you know, the kind of mood that you want to feel that day. You know, like today, I want to, I want to be, I want to have a super productive day and I want to be, you know, I want to motivate people and I want to have fun. And other times it's more like, you know, it's a little bit more subdued. Other days it's a little bit more ambitious. You know, those are just kind of, some days I'm just not feeling it. So it's just like, I just want to get through my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but these are the things I need to focus on and do. So watch the energy that you're showing up with. You know what I mean? Take a day by day, a day by approach and be mindful of that. Be mindful of that. Um, where are we? Even when I know it's, hi Susan. I, even when I know it's going to be bad, I weigh myself. I might remove my glasses first, but I do it. It's so valuable to keep yourself in check and so I might remove my glasses when I do it. <laughs> Um, it's so, it's, it's, it's so, it's so valuable for keeping yourself in check. And some days you get a great surprise. Yeah. Getting on that scale. I'm telling you, let me roll down see if I can get to more questions. What time is it? Of course I'm over time. I always go over time. Um, here's Shirley to all the people who don't lose weight right away. I did not start losing until the ninth week, but I took my measurements every Sunday and in those nine weeks, I dropped 26.25 inches that kept me going. Yeah. Can I comment on protein shakes? I can. Like I said, people are going to ask. I'm not a fan. You can ask me a million times. There will be a time down the road where you can add in protein shakes. I know they're convenient and all those things. So what you don't understand is we're going to get into being in tune to portions and satisfaction levels, and you just can't get in tune to liquid nutrients. It hits your system so fast. People tend to use too much fruit. They feel this need to get, you know, flavored like chocolate powders and, you know, shakes and whatnot. If you're going to use protein shakes, watch the amount of fruit that you're using. Use quality protein powders, no artificial flavors, colors. Make sure you're adding in good fats. But you can ask me a million times. It's better to chew your food. So when you Your digestion starts when you smell. When you start to smell your food, it can turn on your digestion. And then when you start to chew your food, it stimulates digestion. And when you liquid nutrients that, it doesn't do that. So you're missing a major step in digestion. And we want your body to get used to breaking down your nutrients and your foods and being into your satisfaction level. So I'm not a fan of protein shakes. You can ask me a million times. Um, I think I'm pretty uh, upfront of that in the actual notes itself. Now, some people continue to use them, which is fine. Again, I set the bar real high. 
I've been doing this for 30 years. I've helped thousands of people. I think it might counts up to 160,000 people at this point. Um, I, if there's one thing I know really well, it's weight loss. And a lot of my career was spent working individually, hands-on with people. And it's just there are some things that just work better than others. And so I've presented you everything that's going to work. The most bang for your buck, how to maximize, how to get this fucking shit done. And if you want to, if you want to ad lib, and do your own thing or add this in or that in, you absolutely can, right? You so you don't have to be hardcore. Like I said, you can still have bread. Lots of people eat bread the entire time and lose weight just fine. A lot of people have protein shakes for breakfast and lose weight just fine. Do you know what I mean? So there's no like hard and fast rule. I, I set the bar real high and these are the things that I suggest, but there's definitely wiggle room in there. There's definitely wiggle room in there. But what I wouldn't do is I wouldn't do things because I like it or I love it like if and then and then continue to have that mindset of doing the things that you like and you love this isn't the lifestyle right like this is a diet this is a means to an end this is for you to lose as much weight uh, as quickly as possible in the healthiest way possible in the time frame that we have so be mindful that this isn't a lifestyle like this is not how you're gonna eat the whole rest of it. it's not even how you're gonna eat a whole time over the next 91 days so you don't want to have that mentality of, this is how I'm gonna eat for the rest of my life right so so be mindful of getting into that what I like and what I love and this works better for me and whatever it's really about what's going to get the job done for you at the end of the day. So, so it might take a little bit more effort, might take a little bit more planning, might cause you to be out of your comfort zone. You might miss out on some of your favorite things. Um, but if you, if you're okay doing your own thing and adding these things in and you're okay with the cadence of what's happening on the scale, I'm all for that. But if what you're doing is sort of ad living and adding in and not maximizing your efforts and then ragging on yourself every day about the scale and then coming in the group and being like, why isn't the scale moving? Meanwhile, you're you're doing this, and you're doing that, and you're adding this in, you're not doing this, and you're not doing that, and you're kind of, do you know what I mean? Then that's where I have the issue. That's where I have the issue. So the sooner you start being consistent and doing the things you need to do, the sooner you're going to start to see results. The more you kind of, you know, do your own thing and, you know, whatever. Like, straight up, I know there's still people counting, weighing, and measuring your food. You knock that off. It's so weird. Like, we're the only species on the planet that has to count and weigh and measure our food to know what we need to eat. It's, it's insanity. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do it to lose your weight. You don't need to do it to maintain your weight. And you really are missing out on the benefit of really getting in tune to your body if you're going to insist on counting and weighing and measuring your food. You know what I mean? That's just all that kind of diet bullshit stuck in your head. So you really want to let that go. Um, boo, boo, boo. Let me scroll down. Let me scroll down. Let me scroll down. I know I'm going a little bit longer today. I definitely step out of my comfort zone in eating. Hi, Berlin, and encouraging my boyfriend to do so as he loosely is following. Yeah, we get a lot of people loosely following the program. I'm not, a, I'm not an avocado fan, but I'll bring it to things as I know it's bumping up the nutrients. I now add cherry tomatoes to my Caesar salad. Just small things make a difference. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you don't like or love avocado or oils on this, but you know, you're Making an effort to make your food choices as nutrient rich, it's going to make a big difference, right? It's like it's like a course. It's like homework. You're not gonna love what you're learning all the time. You're not gonna love the homework you need to do all the time. You're not gonna love the excursions that you need to go on all the time. Do you know what I mean? But it's you know what I mean? There's it's a means to an end. So I will not steer you wrong. I'll not steer you wrong. See, I can give you advice if I know what you if I know if you do this, the body's gonna respond like that. 
So if you're doing this, and I know how to help you, if you're doing your own kind of thing, then if you're doing your own kind of thing, you'll very quickly realize, like some people will start to like, some people will try to do intermittent fasting with the program. That just doesn't work. Some people will do try to do high protein with the program. It just doesn't work. Some people will try to do low fat with the program, low cows with the program, low carb with the program. Like they'll, they'll be like, okay, Gina's program works because look at all these results that she has. Oh my goodness. Uh, clinical studies, you know, all of it. But so if I take the best of the best of the diets that worked for me, because I know what works for me, and do that with Gina's diet, it's going to work even better. It's not because it's two different kind of schools of thought. It's two different, it's two different ways of approaching weight loss. So you really got to let go of that, all those things. And, and let me just let you in on a little secret. They didn't work for you. They didn't work for you. If you lost your weight and gained it back, and lost your weight and gained it back, and lost your weight and gained it back, they didn't work for you. Um, when I was working with them, um, when I was working with private clients, I'd, I'd have the area that I'm in. A lot of people would do this diet called Bernstein diet. So it was like a 600 calorie um, a day diet plus, I don't be 12 shots in your ass or whatever. It was pretty hardcore. And, you know, people would lose their hair and lose their gallbladders and have all these issues. And then um, people would say to me, well, Bernstein's the only thing that's ever worked for me. And I said, oh, yeah. How many times have you done it? I've done it five times. I'm telling you, I swear, it's the only thing that works for me. I'm like, yeah. How many times have you done it? Five times. Yeah, I have, like, lost. I'm gained, like, 80 pounds, like, over and over. It's the only thing that works for me. And I'm just like, are you hearing yourself? If you have gained and lost 80 pounds five times over and over again, the fucking program doesn't work for you. It's not working for you. Diets help you lose. They don't help you sustain. And guess what Bernstein did every time that person came back? Made money. Made a lot of money. They just keep making money. They want you to gain the weight back. Otherwise, they'd have maintenance programs and plans for people. Do you know none of these diets have maintenance programs? None of them. No, you don't want to know why? Because they make money off you gaining and losing and gaining and losing and gaining and losing and gaining and losing. So if you have tried to lose weight over the last 20 years, you have not failed. You have been persistent AF. It's the diets that have failed you at the end of the day. The, the whole diet industry is, is designed off of calories in versus calories out, starving, depriving, forcing. Yeah, I'm not disputing. That is one way to lose weight. It's one way to lose weight. <laughs> There's a whole other way where you can actually eat nutrient-rich foods, you know, make your body as healthy as possible, be in tune to it. You know what I mean? Like physically, mentally, where you actually feel good, where you're sleeping better, pooping better, feeling better, calm around foods, working through your past issues, you know what I mean? Get to a place where you can actually legit move on for the rest of your life. I don't know. I don't know what I'd pick. Uh, okay, I'm getting delirious now. Um, where are we? Let's let's get into some of these. Um, can you please explain nut butter? Is that a specific thing, or do you mean peanut butter, almond butter, etc.? Should peanut butter be all natural? Um, any kind of butter. So nut butter encompasses all kinds of nuts, and I I know sec technically the classifications of peanut butter. Um, so this is the thing, like. We're in like 55 different countries. And so, you know, people get into classifying, well, this, like, wait till we have the conversation about, you know, vegetables that are fruits, fruits that are vegetables, fats that are fruits, um, that whole conversation right at the end of the day. Um, peanut, peanuts are definitely not the most quality uh, nut at the end of the day. They're not even really classified a nut as a nut, but whether it's, you know, peanut butters, that's why we kind of generalize that, peanut butter. Um, so you could have peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter, you know, basically macadamia nut butter, any kind of nut butter will work well on plant. They don't, they don't have, they, 
it doesn't have to be just plain crushed nuts. Like you can have, you can have peanut butter that is made with like cane sugar and you know, what else? Like good oils. There's some great ones out there that you can get. Um, you just want to avoid artificial flavors and colors and some, some peanut butters can be really high in sugar. Um, sure. It's great if you do the all natural and the crush your own at the end of the day, we don't have to do that. Uh, what you don't want to do is, you know, be eating peanut butter by the spoon. That's for sure. Uh, but you can definitely add it. Definitely add it. Let me see if we've got any other questions here. Um, where do I find these patty bowls? Yeah. Um, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Follow uh, Livy Losers and you'll find. Uh, is week one detox? I'm new. Hi, Lisa. And I'm following the best of my ability. I feel wonderful. Scale has moved down by two pounds, but I've gone from being a meal skipper to now eating. Yeah, I love that. All right, look at... Oh my God, what gets me so excited is what people are noticing already within a couple days. Imagine, imagine, imagine three months later how you're going to feel. It's freaking amazing. Um, every day is detox day in your body. Week one, like, so, so the first week is prep week. So we call it prep week because this is where we roll out the information. Um, you know, you can ask questions, run out and grab anything that you need. For our returning members, it's game on. Let's go. Our returning members already know what they need to do. Day one starts on day one for everybody. But people have this need to, like, if you, if you knew the number of emails that I receive about people being upset that they don't know what they need to do before they start the program, it's insane. Like the program starts on day one and that's where I start working. My team starts working. Everyone starts working. That's when we start. But I literally will have people emailing me for weeks leading up. Why aren't you telling me what to do? Why don't I have a grocery list? I'm, I'm going to fail if I don't start perfectly. I don't feel prepared. You're not setting me up for success. You're setting up. Some people don't even make it to the program because they're so rude to my customers. They only make it to their group because they're so rude to my customer service people about being so upset that they don't know what they need to do for Monday. So I spent a lot of time in the diet industry. This need to start again and start on Monday. You, you should have seen when I used to start the program on a Tuesday, how that fucked people up. I did. I started a couple groups on a Tuesday, man. People went bat shit bananas. They went crazy. What Tuesday? That makes no sense. I'm like, what the frig day? Does it matter what day we're starting? Do you know what I mean? But because it's so ingrained on people to start on a Monday. If they don't start on Monday, then oh my goodness, they might as well not even do the whole week because it didn't start on a Monday. Um, so I've built in time for people who are new to the program to find your groove, to figure out what you need to do, to get the stuff together, to ask the questions, to get into it. Do you know what I mean? So, so that's what prep week is all about. For our returning members, it's like game on, start doing what you're doing. Um, and the sooner you can start following, obviously, the sooner you're going to start to see and feel results. But this is what I'm saying. Don't take your time with the information. And so week one is really all about sort of, you know, this is, so prep week is about introducing and implementing the food plan. That, that's what it's about. We're introducing it. You're starting to implement it. Do you know what I mean? And then getting into week one, it's all about fine tuning and adjusting it. So now that you know what you need to do, it's all about kind of settling in and fine tuning it. Do you know what I mean? Making the changes that you need to make. And then week two is all about consistency, being so consistent with those changes that you're working on fine tuning and then maximizing all the other things that you do. So each week you'll see we'll have a different focus and a tweak. And as we move forward in the program, we'll actually make changes to the food plan of what you're eating and when. So we'll be switching up the fruit snack. We'll be switching up your afternoon snacks. We'll be switching up the focus of your meals. So this is where as you, as your body is changing, evolving, the program is changing 
aging and evolving. And so one week of the program leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. And that's why it's sort of very forward moving and it's sort of, you know, it progresses naturally and you get more more and more in tune with your body's needs and you you know what I mean this is where at the end of the program you're eating in tune to your body's needs rather than following the structure now you're still following the program and doing all the things but that structure of eating like five six times a day which is really super cool um, it's just that detox, a lot of people will start feeling detox symptoms. So your body detoxes every single day on its own. Um, detox is the very loose term that I use to describe when your body is in the mode of releasing fats and how you might feel and how your body responds to that at the end of the day. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, these are supposed to be a half hour as always with every group. I tend to get excited and now I've gone a whole hour. Don't feel like you have to listen to all of the lies. <laughs> As you can tell, I love talking about this. I, I have been talking about it for 30 years. This is my 19th group. It never gets old. Thank you for everyone who asked a question. Obviously, I can't get to all of them. It's still worth continuing to ask it. It makes you involved brings the process to the forefront of your mind. It's so beneficial in that. If you have a question that you want answered in written form, copy paste it over the question of the day page. My team will answer it over there. It's kind of the one post that we don't circle back around uh, and answer any questions on. Have an amazing day. Uh, remember that you can also find these lives over on our podcast, Way in Wichina. And again, they are not mandatory. Everything that you need to know is stored in the Facebook guides, in the app guides, or in the book. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll check in later. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com